Welcome to Cultivating Authentic Universal Energy, exploring energy through mediumship, psychic abilities, Reiki, crystals, and more. This podcast is created based on the concept that everything is energy, everything and everyone are connected. Your hosts are Lisa Milleraces and Michelle Belcastro. Lisa has written about her psychic medium awakening and is comfortable with many facets of energy. Lisa believes energy work is very exciting and should be embraced in a safe way. Michelle grew up as a sensitive, intuitive, and now creates a safe space for community to gather and develop their spiritual talents. Their two unique perspectives are joined to assist listeners of all levels to broaden their understanding. This will be a series of podcasts that will enhance and fine-tune our energetic connections. Hi there, Michelle. Hi, Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope all's going well. And um, we were just talking offline as we about topic that we were going to speak about today and Michelle brought up the wonderful topic of being resilient and how it how it has come into play in our lives actually yeah I I don't think we always look at the ups and downs in lives in in our lives from the perspective that we can be super resilient we see other people that are resilient and don't always identify with having that ability um But, you know, looking back at the last few years, there's been so many ups and downs. And I think we've been really resilient. Quite the survivors. I and uh, Michelle had asked me uh, earlier, what do you think of with yourself about being resilient? And of course, for myself, I thought about my practice and it hasn't always been easy for me to stand my ground and say, hello, people, I do speak to dead people. (laughs) It it wasn't always accepted. So for me, it was keeping that strength to stay in my power and just do my practice. It's not like I'm planning to change everybody's mind, but I can share what I know or share what I've done through readings or other things and plant the seed of knowledge. And if it's up to them, they will take it on their path and, and move forward with it. But to Michelle's point, everybody at some point in their day and their experience, they need to find resilience somehow in order to move forward. It could be something small or something large, you know, and you just got a huge accomplishment that you've, you've done in your life that took a lot of that resilience, right? Absolutely. So, um, you know, in our discussions, we've talked about how I own my own small business and, Um, the violet butterfly. And I decided that I was going to go to massage school. So I just graduated on the 19th, August 19th. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. It, I'm so grateful that that experience is over. It taught me so much. Um, It about myself, about other people. And you know what? it did teach me how resilient and unique I am as an individual. 
Super. It's great to have that understanding and, you know, give yourself a pat on the back for that, for sure. We don't do that enough for ourselves. We don't. And it's funny because I, I wanted to sort of bring that up. Um, you know, we really shouldn't be looking outside ourselves for validations of jobs well done, because I think it's really important for us to acknowledge our own accomplishments. However, sometimes we need the perspective of another person or our community. So um, after our my graduation on Saturday, there were a few of us that got together for dinner to celebrate my accomplishment. And the one thing that was like across the board was how other people expressed how proud they were of my accomplishment, right? I mean, they've been walking along this whole path with me, watching me struggle through it, watching me worry about the business. Um, but how cool it is for other people to be like, you are a rock star. <laughs> and it, it gives honestly, you that, affirm yeah, that confirmation. It, it does. And it also gave me permission to like, look at myself a little bit differently. Like, hell yeah, look at what you just did. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, sometimes it is really helpful to have a community around you to support you when you're going through whatever that that helps with your resiliency as well. That support. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sure does. People that understand you. Well, law of attraction will usually bring you a little pot of people that will um, be like-minded. So a lot of times if you're looking for your community, um, you just leave it up to the universe, see what you hear. For me, it was always going to a yoga studio to find a, a community uh, of like-minded people. And, um, you know, I just find that, oh, I would ask, like, where is a, a, a good yoga studio? And I would hear the same name over and over again a couple times, and then I would go to it. So I mm -hmm. think that holds true, not just for yoga, but for, um, you know, people, maybe they want to learn how to do Reiki, you know, and they just ask and find their pot of people yeah. or community, if you will. Absolutely. I, I mean, like it was through yoga. It sounds better. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It was it was through yoga that you and I were brought together. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I moved I moved to Florida, and I'm like, geez, I gotta find my I gotta find a tribe, and the universe did bring it to me for sure. Definitely. I like to do Reiki. I love to do Reiki. I love to do the Reiki shares that you hold at the Violet Butterfly. My first um, tribe, if you will, was in New Jersey. And it was through learning Reiki and Reiki shares that I got such a nice community of people. Nice. Mm -hmm. So um, we've, we've talked about community and we've talked about Reiki and um, even other spiritual practices to help with resilience. Um, I know I, I joke about your um, rituals, but they do help you reset and reground and rebalance and mm -hmm. start again. So even having something to bring yourself back to, whether it's, it's your rituals. Uh, for me, I have nighttime rituals. And they help me get ready to go to bed, which is another whole reset. Without good sleep, 
you know, you can't be resilient because you don't have all right. of your resources. Um, so even though I Basic, poke fun at you, always need them. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I have very rigid nighttime rituals. <laughs> That's great. I, just, I mean, we, we all are drawn to what we need. I believe if we listen to our inner being, we'll be drawn to what we need. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, from your experience, what kinds of things have you noticed throughout like your life? What has helped you be resilient through the ups and the downs? To focus on, if there's things that are in my experience that are obstacles, um, a lot of times people are so quick to point to you what you cannot do. So mm -hmm. I try to listen, of course, I'm not going to not listen, I'm going to put a little pin in it. And I'm going to focus and take a look at what I can do. Mm -hmm. And focus on what how I can clean it up, how I can make a step forward. And, and go from that aspects, so try and stay positive with it, you know, keep your eye on the prize, if you want as to what your outcome that you're looking to make, you know, and then try and take action steps forward, a lot of the law of the traction work but also staying positive. A lot of times I've been put into obstacles where they were huge mountains I had to overcome. And I would pull out the tools in the toolbox, affirmations, mm -hmm. <laughs> things that, you know, of course, meditation goes without saying, yoga, anything that will make me feel better and give me joy, because this is the GPS of how you're vibrating uh, and mm -hmm. really just live by that. And again, Stay to what you can do, not what you can't do. And even if it's just one little thing, take that as a win, you know, and go forward with it. Sure. So I'll, I'll tell do. you one of the things that I've done lately is try to look at the things that are difficult as opportunities. So because if, if I'm looking at something as difficult or a barrier, um, it's already like kind of defeating in my head. So I try to look at it like, how can I shift my perspective? And sometimes it is with gratitude and other times it is literally with how do I go about what I'm doing differently so that mm -hmm. I can have a different outcome than, oh, this is really hard or this is near impossible. Yeah, so you don't stay in that momentum of the downhill spiral, I can't, but you look at it from that higher perspective and see what you can learn from it and how you can move forward from it is what I'm hearing. Yeah, um, and, and I think that is something that's been like a development over just the last few years for me. I like that it. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, there are some things that are really like you feel like you're slogging through the day, but on the other hand, when you can look back at what you've been able to accomplish, it gives you like that reassurance that no matter what is going on, you've been able to make it through the stuff of the past. And the stuff of the past has given you the tools to get through the future. Yeah, 100%. I like that. We are so here to learn and grow. We, we are, but that brings up another point um, that just popped into my head and I'm just going to go with it. Like the idea of being in the present versus living in the past or worrying about the future. 
-hmm. It's difficult, but when you're in the present, you don't have the bandwidth to worry about what's going to happen. If you can keep your focus on what you can do right now, what I am doing right now and what my short-term plan is to get from where I am to where I, I want to be. It's not even I need mm -hmm. to be. I want to be there. Yeah, so. I mean, I think that there's, there's a time and a place for future planning. Usually that's at some point in time in the day or in the week where you just focus on mm -hmm. what it is you want, whether you're 20 half hour minutes, but during most of the time you should stay present. So I agree with that. Yeah. and and use use the moment absolutely so, so what I'm do you gonna... do when do you what do you what do you focus on when you're trying to stay present and finding it challenging how do you um what's your go-to so uh don't laugh at me <laughs> it's my breath never never it, okay it's my breath it, it's it's closing down my eyes for a moment and really focusing on what it feels like to inhale and to exhale. Uh, that's one of the few tools that I have carried forward from yoga that it just doesn't fail a person to bring mm -hmm. you like right here, right now in this body, this is what's happening. And to allow yourself to kind of like let go of the story that's running in your head and just focus right. on that breath stay, to, to put a poke in the wheel stay present yeah yeah that's good yeah i like it something that's always available yeah. to you it is um another thing that i like really appreciate and it's not available all the time are my cats my cats mm -hmm. will bring me present um like nothing else yeah your, your pets <laughs> I think they're there for us to, I think they find us and are there for us to, on our spiritual journey, our pets. And they come I into our life that. and then they leave us when they're done with whatever it is that we were meant to learn with them. And then yep. we get some more, somebody else. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, what, what other tools can we suggest to help bring people into the present? Well, my, my usual go-tos, um, of course, I love the Ho'oponopono. It's something that you can do mm -hmm. within your head anytime, anywhere. Um, that that works for me. Um, I love burning sage. Um, I like the smell of it. But there's many times that you're in an environment where you just don't have access or you're not allowed to burn some sage. So at, at that point in time, I, I say you always have breath, visualization, and you can say a prayer. So just incorporate that real quick and our angel cards are best you know, we use them all the time and I can give you laundry list but you can't always do them at the same time <laughs> right it depends on where you are and what you have available to you a walk in nature put your toe in the sea you know whatever you can um so yeah. it's it's kind of like um uh, the chopped show on TV, you just open the closet and see what is, what do I have available to me today to put me present? So <laughs> what's around <laughs> me that I can use to put me present? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I was going to say, you know, there've been times in my life where I haven't been able to go for a walk and be present. I'm walking and my brain is still doing all of these crazy acrobatics, you know, and so it, it takes some discipline 
to really work with being mindful of being present versus, oh, yes, I'm going to go take a walk out by the beach, but I'm still going to let my mind go wild. You have to rein yeah. that in. <laughs> and if that doesn't work, just take a nap. Oh, reset. Some of us are, some of us are overachievers and that's kind of hard too. <laughs> take a, take it, take a timeout. Just go yeah. take a timeout. I'll walk away. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny that you talk, you know, absolutely. You know, you, you talk about a nap. So as I was going through school, some of the days were really difficult um, physically and mentally. You know, when you're going to school and you've basically got the better part of six hours as hands-on other people, um, it can be a lot for, well, for me, it was a lot because I'm sensitive and I'm like trying to figure out how to be in people's personal space and protect my own energy all at the same time. So there were days that I would come home and I was exhausted. So here's something else I brought from my yoga practice. You know, I know you've done this legs up the wall where you scoot your bottom to the base of the ball, (laughs) base of the wall, and you have your legs like full up the wall and you rest there. Well, it it does a lot for your body as far as like your circulation, it gets your heart moving different, you know, working differently. But instead of laying on the floor with my feet up the wall, what I've been doing is I put my feet up on my couch. So that like I'm on the carpet, I've got my legs, you know, like my thighs here and my feet like on the horizontal part of the couch. That is the best nap I could ever have. That sounds good. It's amazing. And is part of that, is that part of that because you're relieving the pressure off of your back? Like why, and why does that feel so good? Because it really does. So part of it really is about your circulatory system. You know, mm-hmm. we flipped wh- when we're doing that, we're flipping gravity, right? So most of the time your heart has to, um, your heart pumps all of your blood. It goes down into your lower extremities and your movement actually is what helps that return through your veins, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're upside down, then basically your blood flow back to your heart and your lungs is that much easier. Well, it's another reset. You reset it upside down. Exactly. Right side up. And, and it's funny because that really does like help refresh you on so many levels. But when you're laying mm-hmm. on the floor, you truly have a different perspective on where you are. You know, even if it's something yeah, silly, I'm sure like your cats do too. <laughs> it, exactly, they wander over. Next thing you know, like they're bigger than you are. You know, they're curious about you. Uh, yeah, there's like all kinds of lessons and and something like that. I'm and, gonna have to try it later. It made, you reminded me. <laughs> I do like yeah, that. That's great. No, that that has helped me tremendously through the nine months of massage school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I think what other I think things we can all found that you've been resilient about in your life. If you can pick up some another one thing that you've either that or somebody you admire that you've noticed their resilience. 
You know, when I had my horse, Eric, he taught me an awful lot about resilience. Hmm. Um, he, so as a herd animal, horses pick up on different vibrations and different sensations and all that than we do as, you know, pretty much like predators. So to be able to work with a horse, they, they teach you so much about your internal workings if you will allow them to mirror to you the kinds of vibes you're putting off. Um, he, sure. he taught me a lot. Yeah. Mm, that's nice. Yeah. And if I can say probably the most resilient person I know is my husband. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. You can respect that about him, you know? Uh, absolutely. You know, uh, he, I'm gonna pull he has, for us. okay. Yeah. He has like his own <clears throat> rituals of things that help him be resilient, you know, physically and mentally and emotionally. Like for him, it's a ritual of going to the gym every day and working out every single morning before he goes to work. So there's mm. something like that that can help. Yeah, so the resilience and discipline and uh, routine kind of are going hand in hand in some of these instances is some of that we're re referencing. Absolutely. So I don't know yep. how this this card, I'm not sure if it really kind of how it works into this. Okay. <laughs> but I'll read it anyway. <laughs> All right. It's the Page of Earth card. It's a beautiful card because it's a fairy uh, tarot card deck, the angel deck. It's not fairies, it's angel deck. But she's okay. a fairy. She's got little wings on her. Okay. And it says, good news about financial matters. Wanting to do something more challenging, a new area of study. Well, I guess we have been talking about, you know, you, you're finishing the studies of your massage school. Um, and this is a new opportunity to bring more abundance into your life that, we're, that we know of. Um, mm -hmm. And wanting to do something more challenging. So I, the, the feeling I get from this is opportunity. That's what I get. And I don't just mean that for you and for me, but the feeling I feel about this for the collective is that there's always room for opportunity and growth. And that if yeah. people continue to set their eye on the prize and they use their mm -hmm. resilience, they can, they can get there. So it's, it's a, it's a feeling of hope and, you know, get your new areas of study and go for it, you know? <laughs> well, and, and that kind of goes along with a card that I pulled earlier that is uh, joy is the ultimate creator. So if you can nice. find, you know, that sometimes it's just that spark of hope or gratitude. Because when you're in the process of being resilient, it's not always easy to be joyful. But mm -hmm. something like hope or gratitude is a seed for joy and creation. So well said. Yes, it is. Yeah. Just keep your eye on the prize and just keep going one foot in front of the other. Definitely. So think about it. Like I'm, sh I'm sure there's times you can say, where was I a year ago? Where was I two years ago? And where am I today? And look at the different progress and things that you've achieved in that period of time. I guess we can all do that, you know, from wherever you're listening from and be proud Absolutely. of yourself that you have made these changes, you know? Yep. And if there's things that you want to increase on and do better, that's fine. We're just 
know that it's available. Yep. You can get there from here. You absolutely can. One of the resilience I've seen was um, people who are dealing with illness. Um, like my, my, my brother is the one I think of, uh, first off, uh, he passed away from AIDS, so uh, 1995, but when he was going through his illness, he stayed very positive, even though things weren't easy for him. And I remember one comment, he was a funny guy. And one time I had a conversation with him and, um, he says, you know, I'm really lucky. He says, I weathered this storm very, very well. Because a lot of people who had that disease, they would go blind or they would have other ailments that would come up. And he did, he still was able to see and all that stuff that he had going uh -huh. on. So he always looked at what he had and what he was appreciative for. And it kind of helped him live longer than he was supposed to at that time. Because that was before that they had uh, come up with uh, medication to help people live uh -huh. with AIDS. So yeah. it was during that time. But he, he had a great sense of humor and a great um, attitude about his illness, even though it wasn't easy for him. But if I think back to when we were children together, um, mm -hmm. he always said to me, I know I'm not gonna live a long life. He knew it, he knew it back when he was a kid. Wow. <laughs> That's kind of interesting, just kind of popped up in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for sharing that. Something yeah. popped into my head as, um, as you were talking, um, a point in my life when I, my career ended in the corporate world and how initially I was like, what are you talking about? I was being laid off. And like, that's all I knew for almost 30 years. But it gave me this great opportunity to start something brand new and it was the violet butterfly you know and, and maybe that <laughs> yeah I, I and maybe that's why I have maybe a different outlook on some of the challenges that we have or that we're presented with oh yeah when one door closes another opens it's for sure yeah um so I picked another card <laughs> And this is the four okay. of wands. And this is all about taking time to celebrate our victories. So I believe earlier okay, love you, it. you pulled the victory card. <laughs> I so, did. I did pull the yeah. victory card. We're in such different locations with different sets of cards. And we pulled two or three similars. <laughs> yeah. It's, That's so it's, funny. It's, yeah, I love it. So I think that all of what we're talking about is right on point and it can be really helpful for, you know, a reminder to ourselves and to others that no matter what it is that, you know, is a challenge, you know, there are some things that can help community are, you know, your pod or bigger community, um, having some tools to to help you whether it's spiritual practices of being mindful and present and and meditation or you know our rituals of our our sacred baths whatever it happens to yeah. be um you know there are things and that if, can if none do, of those appeal to you make your, your own <laughs> absolutely what but you the, joy joy and gratitude totally
sometimes I, if I don't have access, I'll have Alexa play me, play some music, some uplifting music that sometimes helps. Okay. That's a good one. Music is really powerful. That whole sound vibration that can, mm -hmm. uh, literally change what's happening inside of you. Good. Those crystal bowls, I love them. Yeah. And I listen sometimes to Native American drums. I think those can be very powerful. Sure. Yep. Any other thoughts? So I think we have another, I have another, I think there's a full moon coming up next week. I think there's two this there, month. There is another one coming up. I think we just mm -hmm. had our new moon this week. So week and a half or so. We'll have a full moon. Mm -hmm. Yep. Do you already have ideas of what your ritual is going to be for this one? <laughs> Maybe walking in it, probably. <laughs> Just okay. walking in it and enjoying observing it. I, I don't know if I'll have a chance to howl depending on where I'm at. <laughs> will you be traveling between locations? I will. I'll be traveling. Yeah, I'll be. Okay. I'll be up there. So I'll be coming back to the uh, U.S. All right. During that time. So I think it's the 30th and 31st, I'm pretty sure. That's what, what I'm thinking, but yeah, I don't trust my brain right now. <laughs> <laughs> All but right. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think this has been a good topic. Is there anything else you want to share about that? or I, I don't... I don't think I have anything else to share, but I do encourage our listeners to, you know, leave us comments or questions and about resilience or any other topic that you're interested in. Um, we're happy to explore from our experiences, um, whatever it is that we can Absolutely. talk about that will help. Yeah. So leave us a comment. We look forward to hearing from you. Hope you have a great time. All right. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear from you about your experiences. Leave us a comment below. You can find more information about Lisa and her offerings on her website, the number two communicate.net. Michelle's shop is the Violet Butterfly Metaphysical Healing Center in Palm Harbor, Florida. You can find more information at theviolet butterfly including the online store.